don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And it's been about two weeks. It's been about two weeks since my last show. And with that said, we've gone through quite a different quite a number of sporting events, you know, the big game, the NBA All-Star. You also threw in Valentine's Day there. You threw in all sorts of other stuff going on. Uh, the, they had the Pro Bowl, the, the big game, as I mentioned earlier. And I took that time off just so I can compare, I can prepare myself, if I can say that right, if I can prepare myself for the next 10 months. Because believe you me, um, I think as each month goes by, the more and more warnings are out there, there is still more and more craziness. I have stories to back it up, and I get these stories from other television stations, other news outlets, and I appreciate them for always allowing me to use the sound. And uh, quite honestly, uh, it's very disturbing in regards to many of them, because how in L.A. can you be driving 100 miles an hour plus? Uh, I have been in L.A. many a times driving. I have no idea where you get on the street and get off on the street going 100 miles an hour. But we have that story. We got a school bus driver who, quite honestly, is not a second run-in with the law, but this one is very interesting. And, of course, you know, when you're 22 years old and you do something stupid... Well, it's just that way it is. You're 22 years old, and I have advocated many and many times before, we need driver education back in school because some of these people would learn the rights and the wrongs when it gets you behind the wheel. When you get behind the wheel, there is a lot of things that can happen. There's a lot of things that can go wrong, and a lot of things that if you are a distracted driver, you are not prepared for. You will never, ever be prepared for uh, even going through driver education, like I did in school and taking other courses, it never fully prepares you, but it kind of makes you aware of what could happen. And we don't face that kind of danger each and every day, but it happens. 
And of course, last week, or the last two weeks, I should say, the last podcast show I did, uh, California checked in, Nebraska checked in, Florida, Texas, New York, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Thank you guys for checking in. Also, I believe it or not, I have also scanned the countries that have checked in on my last couple of podcast shows. The last couple of podcast shows, I can say for this, really since the beginning of January, again, this is uh, only show number seven of the year, which I'm a little behind on my shows, but I had to take a couple of different breaks where I wasn't uh, doing these shows for a while, just so I can prepare myself again for the next 10, year, 10 months, I should say, not 10 years, but it seems like that. And here it is, France checked in, Canada, Ireland, Colombia, Norway, Portugal, Romania, and Thailand checked in. So people out there are listening to these podcast shows. So obviously I must be doing something right. And I'm hoping I am doing something right. And I'm hoping I'm making a difference in either your life or one of your children's life that where when they start to do something stupid, like picking up their phone, texting while they're going 60, 70 miles an hour on the freeway, which I see pretty much every day. And it scares me to death because these guys are like a loose cannon. They are a loaded weapon and they have no clue on what could happen. That trigger can go off at any time. And next thing you know, you're in a crash. And that would be very devastating to probably a couple of different families, depending on how many car crashes or how many cars were involved in that crash. But anyways, that is usually what happens and quite honestly, to tell you the truth, it is something that is not very good. All right, so let's roll on here and let's get ready for our... And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. Our top story from the previous show comes from Fox 5 down in San Diego, and I appreciate them again for allowing me to use the sound. Uh, unfortunately, it was dealing with the uh, death of Junior Seau's older brother, and here is a story again from Fox 5 News down in San Diego, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Chrissy, thank you. Breaking news we're following this morning. Savai Seau, the older brother of Chargers legend Junior Seau, has died in a car crash. It happened yesterday afternoon in Lakeside. After that crash on Las Coaches Road, Seau was taken to the hospital where he later died from his injuries. The CHP and the county medical examiner confirming the identity earlier this morning. He was a PE coach at was... Walker School. That was the top story from the previous show. All right. That was the top story from the previous show. And, of course, obviously it's been a while since I've been uh, pressing these buttons and everything like that. So now that is my error. Completely, totally my error in general. And hopefully uh, I don't make any more errors because then I am considered a distracted host. And I can't have that talking about distracted driving. And yet I am a distracted host. And let me get on point. All right. So when we come back from the commercial break, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, a school bus driver. And there is nothing, nothing more than I hate to see a school bus driver with kids in the bus. But wait, but wait. This is not his first run-in with the law. We'll be back right after this. 
You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right. Welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And of course, you can also get it on Amazon as well. All right, again, thanks to the uh, states that actually went ahead and checked in uh, for the last couple of shows. And, of course, these different countries, again, California, Nebraska, Texas, Florida, Illinois, New York, and Wisconsin. And, of course, these countries, just to name a few, France, Canada, Colombia, Ireland, Norway, Portugal, Romania, and Thailand. Thanks for checking in. I appreciate that. And for every new state or country that checks in, usually I give them a shout out and thank them for uh, participating and listening to my podcast show. Again, you can download this podcast show. It's free. I don't charge anything. I just hope that you listen to it its entirety. Sure. Do I make mistakes? Yes, I do. Do I make goof ups? Yes, I do. But then again, I am going to leave it that way. I'm not going to try to edit out unless I make a totally, totally different blunder, you know, boop blooper, blunder, whatever you want to call it, uh, and where to the point I had to actually restart the show, and I will. But you would never know that anyways. But I try to, if I make a mistake, that's just the way it is, because I'm just like you. I'm just an average dad, a good husband, you know, a father, and I don't want my family to ruin, get their lives ruined, and I don't want my life ruined based on somebody being doing something stupid, another driver out there being careless, being in their own little bubble, doing their own thing. And, you know, it just, it just isn't right. Okay. Here is a story that I got from CBS Miami out there in Florida. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, but when you have a driver that is carrying kids, yeah, 
They got to be on their A game. There is no doubt about it. They have to be on their A game. They have to know exactly what they're doing. And when you put uh, drugs or alcohol, uh, bus driver behind the wheel, you're asking for serious trouble. Again, here's a story from, uh, again, CBS Miami, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Dave, thank you. Caught on camera, a Florida bus driver arrested, accused of being drunk while transporting students. And it wasn't his first run-in with the law this week. That's really sad. That's terrible because we're trusting in them. That's the reaction from parents at a Daytona area middle school about the DUI arrest of bus driver Mark McNeil. Stop. Don't hit me. Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley said McNeil was almost four times over the legal limit when he picked up around 40 kids from school Wednesday. If I have to trust another adult with my kids, they got to be on it. The sheriff said it all started when McNeil left the bus depot in a bus that wasn't assigned to him after an employee smelled alcohol on his breath. The district office uh, was calling him on the radio in the school bus telling him to pull over in a safe location, which he ignored. His supervisor ended up catching up with him in Palm Coast, where McNeil stopped the bus and then ended up falling off the bus, the sheriff says claiming he couldn't breathe, and that's where deputies were called. McNeil was taken to a nearby hospital where the sheriff said he tried to run away, but he was caught and later arrested and charged with DUI and child neglect. I wish the school district would have called us when this first started instead of trying to track down the bus driver. The sheriff said McNeil was also in a minor bus crash on Monday. No one was seriously hurt, and he said no drugs were found in his system then. McNeil is now on paid leave while officials investigate this latest incident. Again, that story comes from CBS in Miami. And how can you have a bus driver who got into a minor crash on uh, Monday and then turn around and let them drive students a couple days later? And... Maybe he was kind of being suspended because he took a bus that obviously wasn't his and, uh, you know, they had to chase him down. But it kind of sounds like this bus driver has got some serious issues and just some things are just, just not gelling with me. And when it doesn't gel with me, it kind of tells me that they don't need to be behind the wheel. Especially you have kids. You have kids there that is your responsibility and as long as you're behind the wheel of a bus, you do not need to be doing any kind of alcohol or drugs. It just doesn't get any worse than that. All right, so here's a story that we got from uh, News 6, News 6 WKMG. A 22-year-old driver, well, let's just say this. A sheriff's department or the, the police officer got injured kind of by his own vehicle, but it's not what you think. Again, here is a story from News 6 WKMG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Troopers say a Daytona Beach police officer was hit by his own SUV trying to clear out a crash. It happened around 9 last night at the intersection of LPGA and Clyde Moores Boulevard. The driver who hit the SUV, is facing DUI charges. We just found out the driver is 22-year-old Aubrey Jurgens, driving at twice the legal alcohol limit, according to investigators. Ezzy Castro joins us from the Halifax Health Medical Center. 
Troopers told us the driver is a 22-year-old woman from Palm Bay. And this morning, we know that officer is trying to recover from his injuries. Now, this all happened last night when the officer was investigating a different crash on LPGA and Clyde Morris Boulevard. FHP says the woman was driving eastbound on LPGA when she struck the officer's patrol car, which pushed the officer who was standing outside. He was rushed to the hospital with serious injuries. And at this point, troopers aren't sure if the woman was speeding, but that's something they are looking into, but say she will be facing charges. And troopers told us that the officer did have his emergency lights activated at the time of the crash. Now, as soon as we learn more about the officer's condition, we will let you know here on News 6 and clickorlando.com. In Daytona Beach, Ezzy Castro, going to results, News 6. All right, and again, that story comes from News 6 WKMG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But when you think about this, 22 years old, and remember I've mentioned it many, many times, and it's like I'm almost blue in the face from even mentioning it at all. Driver education needs to be back in school. Driver education needs to be back in school. Now, I know that I have already talked to a couple of different administrators in different school districts and stuff, and they just say it's not in the budget. It's not really in the budget. Really, it's not in the budget. Hmm. Let me think about this for a second. So you don't have two or three hundred thousand per year per quarter, but yet how much is a child's or a parent's life worth? How much is a person's life worth? Let me guess. Hmm. I would think it's a lot more than that. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth. This is something that can be done, quite honestly. You can still have driver education in school, but basically what you do is the parents that would decide to have their kids take this driver education, they can pay so much. It's the same thing as if you pay it out in town or in your, in your state somewhere where you have them go to a private driver education course. But this way it's more structured. They have to be there. They're in with their peers. And peer pressure is probably the most important pressure that you can ever have as a teenager. If Susie's doing it, if Tommy's doing it, then let's do it. You don't want to be left out. Your friends are doing it. Maybe if we all get the same good habits from driver education in school, it makes a world of difference. You do not want to be the standalone, and just whatever I can learn on my own. Because apparently you can't learn on your own. Look to the left of you. Look to the right of you as you drive. Just a quick glance over. How many people that can actually say when they drive, drive to work, they don't see anybody texting and driving or fiddling around with their phone putting on makeup, eating, reading newspapers, shaving, doing all sorts of stuff than having their hands on the wheel at a 3 o'clock position. Or if you're left-handed, it'd be like 9 o'clock. Either way, it doesn't really matter to me. 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, it doesn't matter. But then when you make your turn to the left or to the right, either you're doing the, the right over or the left over right or the right over left. It's very simple. I learned that in driver education. And that was many, 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 many years ago. And I still remember that rule. And I still abide by that rule. 
because our teacher was very stern and very poignant about, hey, you're not going to make it in life. You're not going to be able to survive a crash if you don't pay attention behind the wheels. And I do remember watching some of those videos that we had in school. Ah, the good old days. Yeah, you don't find them much anymore, do you? I don't really think so. But they're out there. You can create your own good measurement. There is nothing worse than celebrating Susie or Tommy's license. They drive to school once or twice a week. They go out maybe once or twice on the weekends. And next thing you know, bam, it happens. Susie and Tommy's not coming home anymore because they were texting and driving. They were doing something stupid. They were trying to impress their friends. Look, I can still do this and this. And next thing you know, bam. It's still, I'm still scared. And I, my son is like 38 years old now. And I'm still scared every time he's behind the wheel. I'm scared when my wife is behind the wheel because I'm not scared for what they're going to do. I'm scared of what other people could potentially do to them. Same thing with myself. I am scared when I drive to work and I kind of like constantly look in my mirrors left and right and then I look behind me all the time because people are driving so insane out here in California. You would think that you're at the Indianapolis 500 or some kind of motor speedway where you're going to end up getting hit. And believe you me, I have seen it before in the past. I have seen it so many times. It is just totally, totally beyond what I would even imagine that this thing would be. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. When we come back, a story from Fox LA. Oh, yeah. In LA driving 100 miles an hour? What? Can't see it. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. 
Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBuster.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBuster.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. All right, that's DistractedDB. Okay, so... Being up in L.A., I drive around there every now and then, not very often, because I don't really like crowded streets. That takes like 10 minutes to go through one red light, because people keep running red lights and stuff. As people, the intersections bog down, people will creep in there, and they won't let you in, and then your light changes, and you can't go, or just the first car in front of you gets to go, because they block in the intersections and stuff. It's just crazy. That's why I try not to drive in LA as much as possible. It's just sad. It's sad and it's bad. I know it's bad for me to talk about it, but I just can't do it. Well, here's a story about a a driver, a suspected driver of a DUI was arrested in a crash that left three LAPD officers injured. The driver, and I don't know how he did it, but somehow he ends up going at least 100 miles an hour and i'm thinking where how three officers are seriously injured after a hit and run on the harbor freeway in downtown la witnesses reported seeing the suspect's vehicle traveling an estimated 100 miles per hour right before the crash one of the officers had to be freed from that wreckage the officers had just finished post-Super Bowl duties downtown and were heading back to their home station when they were hit by another vehicle. The suspect took off running. Other officers following behind and a second patrol car saw this all happen and ended up arresting that driver who now faces possible charges including DUI and hit and run. As for those injured officers, they were admitted to the hospital and are reported to be in stable condition. Again, that story comes from Fox 11 LA, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But quite honestly, if you really sit back and think about it, yeah, there are places out there in LA that you can end up going 100 miles an hour plus. Uh, it depends on the time and the day, but you know, you, you're dealing with you're dealing with a, you know a tragedy that's about ready to happen, and yet people just ignore it. Other people, hopefully, they get out of the way and they they don't end up getting in the way of things. And when it it all comes down to, okay, what's right and what's wrong? And I, I preach this each and every show. I talk about every show. I'm sure some of you are bored with me saying it. But you got to have stricter laws. You have to have stricter laws. The victims end up suffering more than what the perpetrator does right now in L.A., and that's probably pretty much true across America because some people, some states don't even have 
you know, distracted driving laws, which is really quite sad if you think about it. So many people die. So many people die. I think somebody sent me a message, uh, um, and I can't find it because I had it about a month ago and I can't find it, but it deals with how many people on an average month to month die in uh, DUI crashes, hit and runs, just with somebody behind the wheel that was distracted in one way, shape, or form. And I want—I don't even want to imagine, I don't even want to speculate what that number was until actually I see the document again, but quite honestly, I don't know when that would be. Uh, but it's very sad that these things happen. And, you know, unfortunately, they're still going to continue to happen until those states step up. You know, law enforcement is able to exercise their role that they have because right now you got so many people going, oh, that's not fair, that's not fair. It's not fair until something happens to your family and then you are the ones that are screaming, why isn't this being taken care of? Why aren't you taking care of our kids? Or they say, how can this happen? How can this happen? I've heard that so many times before too. It's just, it's appalling that that it happens that way, but it does. Anyways, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm going to try to knock out a couple of more shows over the next couple of days and get them out there to you. You will be amazed. You will definitely be amazed on what you can find if you just keep your eyes on the wheel. Keep your eyes on the road. You'll be able to see. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Until next week, be safe.